What's going on, Blue Chew? It's been a moment. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPI, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? There we are. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my little live stream from a, uh, well, a foggy New York City. My goodness. What's up, Darren Albertson? How are you, man? I haven't seen you in a while. And you got the Marauder. But yeah, I hope everyone had a good weekend. We, we kind of chilled after, uh, after getting back to New York, getting the kids to school. We decided to just chill out. Well, we didn't do much of anything. I, I think the only thing we did was watch that Pinocchio. And, uh, you know, Tom Hanks was good. Pinocchio was good. Uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, Jimmy, uh, the cricket guy, Jimmy, Jimmy Cricket, he was all right. The only complaint I got uh, about the Pinocchio is the fact that, uh, isn't the whole story about him lying and his nose growing? What's that about? Did cancel culture get, uh, Pinocchio? Did the PC police get Pinocchio? When I was growing up, Pinocchio was lying all over the place and his nose was getting nice and long. Which is a strangely, like, it's erotic, man. It's weird. But in this new uh, version of Pinocchio on the Disney Plus, right? His nose only grew once. Because you know the, the do-gooders in Hollywood are like, you know, we can't do a kid's movie where the, where the main character is lying the whole time. And then when he lies, he's got a big schlong coming out of his face. So how are we going to work around this? And then other people are like, yeah, but Pinocchio could bring in a lot of money. A lot of parents remember Pinocchio when they were young, and now they're going to turn it on to their uh, their young kids. Well, how about we just have him lie once? The nose gets really big to get some keys because he's locked in a bird cage, and then hopefully people won't notice that the whole story of Pinocchio and him having a nose that grows every time he lies uh, isn't part of this story. What do you think of that? Cheers. If uh, Pinocchio lying uh, didn't bother us when we were growing up, then why should it be any different? You know, I probably should have uh, I probably should have read an article on the Pinocchio and the lying because maybe they explain that. I'm sure somebody else uh, had that observation that uh, it was a whole movie without him lying. Really, Pinocchio is very relatable. Tom Hanks is the shit. He's he's a fucking good actor, man. I mean, he mumbles through the first 15 minutes of the movie where, you know, half the time I'm like, what did he say? What is he saying? What is he saying? We didn't put closed captions on. What is he saying? What is Tom Hanks saying? And then you realize you don't need to know what he's saying. He's just some weird dude that makes clocks and he's got this Pinocchio thing that comes to life. Alright. Any thoughts on the Queen's death? Tom Zimmerman. Well, first of all, can we just bury the bitch by now? It's just a little weird now. It's a little weird. I'll tell you, these are these are my thoughts on Queenie. 
on Lizzie. Lizzie in the box. Lizzie isn't in the box yet. You know, there are countries. I hope you know that. That there are countries very close to England that really are happy that uh, Lizzie is dead. It's not all uh, pomp and circumstance for, for some of these countries out there. I forget which ones don't like Queenie because we don't have to deal with any of that crap. We don't have to worship some some twisted, archaic uh, thing. <laughs> Let's go with thing. We don't have to do that. It's weird. I mean, we do it with celebrities, I guess. But the celebrities aren't on our money. You know, we don't worship... Uh, we don't worship a queen and then have to give a ton of our money to the queen so they could have a lavish lifestyle. It's just stupid. But my thoughts are simple. Uh, Queenie was around for 70 years, certainly my entire life. No one knows uh, any better. I think they said something like, what do they say? I think 80% of the people that were alive when she took her reign... 80% of the people that were living in the world when she first started 70 years ago, they're now dead. That's how long she she ruled. I think I got that fact uh, right. If not, who cares? Who cares? Uh, it kind of made sense when Queen Elizabeth II was alive and doing her thing. And everyone knew it was archaic, but it was like, yeah, but this is all we know. She's been uh, the queen my entire life. Now that she's dead and you got uh, King Charles, excuse me, King Charles, um, now it just looks weird and stupid. And I think they're going to have a, a real problem keeping that nonsense going uh, now that it's que uh, Queen. Maybe it is Queen. Queen Charles. Uh, that's my thoughts on that. It just, it just looks kind of dumb now to worship one family like that. And then they... They're not supposed to really get involved too much with things. So it's like, what, so why are we giving you all our money? Why? So you could have a gold carriage pulled by horses like it's like it's uh, the 1700s. Get the hell out of here. Very stupid. Did you ever meet the queen? Uh, not Jimmy. Yeah, I met the queen. Uh, you know, I flew, uh, I flew to London in the middle of the night and uh, I met the queen and she knighted me. In a private room. Why are people still believing in Trump? Oh my God. Dude, this has nothing to do with political party. I promise you. I promise you that. I even posted a video recently on my YouTube. I was an early supporter of uh, Donald J. Trump. And then I, was, I had to tap out. I'm like, oh, this guy's full of it. Okay, I get it now. He's full of it. Um... But now, he, he, over the weekend, he said that Queen Elizabeth II, who, uh, by all accounts, didn't like Trump at all, that she knighted Trump in private uh, when he was over there in England. And, 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 and people are just soaking this up as, as fact. He's bullshitting you once again. Man, at this point, I don't even know if he knows he's a, he's a bullshitter and that he's a liar. Maybe he believes these things. Oh, my God. My coffee's done already in my stupid mustache cup. I guess this cup's from Modern Family. I didn't know it at the time. Because we watch Modern Family, like, all day long. My, I, I said my daughter, she's 10. She's binge-watching uh, Modern Family. And I'm like, holy shit, this, this show is brutal. 
I like the weird nerdy father. I like uh, the fat, uh, the fat. Uh, can you say the fat gay guy? Uh, can someone tell me what I'm allowed to say and not these days in 2022? Are you allowed to say the fat gay guy? Because I like him. Eric Stone Street, I think. Uh, Sophia. With the big ones. I, I can't stand her. She stinks. Ed O'Neill is, uh, is his name Ed O'Neill from, from the other show? Uh, the, uh, the old guy, I forgot his name. He's tolerable. And then, um, the wife with the blonde hair, she's all right. And then the rest of them, oh my God, I can't stand any of them. The other gay guy where his hair is dyed a different color of red every, every time we watch the show, he is intolerable. Are you allowed to say that, or is that like now you're bashing a whole, a whole uh, gender, sexual gender of people? How do you say that? <laughs> Al Bundy, yeah, I know. Al Bundy's all right. What was I saying? But anyway, we're watching, and one of the guys had this cup as they were drinking their tea. <laughs> oh, let's have some chai tea. Ooh. Yuck. Let's go to Pat Duffy. He's good for something. I believe allowed to call him fat, but not gay, or gay, but not fat, never both. Is that the new rule? Is that is that the new rule? <laughs> there was a funny scene, though, with, uh, I don't know, the she uh, Leslie Mann, I think her name is. And uh, I guess she's, like, sexually attracted to, you know, uh, Eric Stone Street, the fat mm, guy. And, uh, you know... She's, like, making a move on him, and she's like, it's too bad you're gay because I'm really into you, and they start making out, and then he he forgets that he's gay for this scene, I guess. So he goes all in, and then his partner, the one with the red hair, who I can't stand on the show, he gets all upset, and he's like, Eric Stone Street, like, snaps out, like, oh, that's right, I'm, I'm not straight. I thought that scene was funny. So here's the story. Um... Now that I got a halfway decent audience, uh, I had to file a police report on Friday. Two weeks ago, I was uh, living all nice at the ocean, enjoying my summer. But I come into New York City uh, once a month when I'm out there for the summer. And I uh, pay all my bills and I water some plants, check on things, you know. So I had some bills due. Sat in this apartment, wrote out my bills four or five of them, and I'm like, all right, I got to get these in the mail, so I went up to the post office, very close to here, it's a Sunday, uh, post office is closed, so I put the the, uh, the bills in the post office box, and then I headed back to uh, the, the ocean to enjoy the rest of my summer, thinking nothing of it. Last week, we come back to the city, getting all set up for the kids uh, to go to school, and all of a sudden, um, I get a phone call that uh, someone didn't receive their bill, and I'm like, that's stupid, I mailed it a couple weeks ago, right? So I'm like, this is weird. So I go online to my my bank account, um... And all of a sudden, I'm like, there's the check. They should have got it. It's right there. There's the check. So I'm like, what is going on? And then it says, view check. 
So I'm like, all right, let me view uh, view the check. Oh, I got to uh, back up. The other thing that was, which is really important to the story. Way to go, Ope. Way to not tell this part first, which makes the story so much better. So when I went online to check out what was going on, I, uh, I saw that my checking account was uh, overdrawn to the tune of $56,000. $56,000. I'm like, what the hell is this about? So then I'm, I'm looking at my checking account. I'm like, there's the check to, for the person that just called and said they didn't get their check. It's right there. View check. It was posted. That means it was cashed. So I hit view check. It was, uh, it was a check for about $10,000. And it was no longer for the person I wrote it out to. It was for a very strange person that I never saw before with sloppy handwriting. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I'm looking. I'm like, wait, that's the exact check number. That's my signature. But I didn't write it to this person. What is going on? And then in the uh, memo section, it was for, they wrote account, blah, 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 some kind of weird account number. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then there were another uh, three of these online. So I hit view check. Same thing. This, 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 uh, this particular check, the, the amount I wrote was completely erased. And in its place was something like $8,716, something like that. And I remember that check was only for a couple hundred dollars. I'm like, oh my God, no, what happened? Exact check number. Same thing with check three and check four. Um, long story short, I marched to the bank. I talked to uh, Frederick. Frederick was wonderful. I marched into the bank and I head upstairs. And uh, one of the people stopped me and said, where are you going? I go, it's none of your business. I was going upstairs to the private area, you know. Not, I, I wasn't going to deal with a teller. I marched upstairs. Sir, you can't be up here. I'm like, mind your own business. I need to talk to him. I just pointed at one of the guys. I didn't even know the guy. Because, okay, sorry, sir. You know, when you, when you like walk into a situation, like, like you own the place, people aren't going to question it. So I sat on the dumb blue thing without a back support for about an hour. Frederick finally goes, what can I do for you? I go, I got four checks that I never wrote to the tune of $56,000. I want my money back. Oh, geez, sir. So, you know, I go into his little class office where everyone could see see us and they know something big is happening because they're all peeking around their cubicles and I'm like, because they can't hear me, you know. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And then I'm one of these preferred customers. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know what you get when you're a preferred customer for anything. So then Frederick goes, uh, let me call corporate. I'm like, yeah, let's call corporate. And uh, long story short, uh, he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't get any anyone from corporate. He was dialing numbers and punching in codes because he he works for the bank, so he, he's got a little he's got more of an inside track than if I did this at home, right? And he's trying to get the people on the phone to deal with this uh, check fraud, and um, and he can't he can't do it. They're hanging up on him. They're giving him a different numbers. He's calling the other number, and then that number 
it means nothing, so he has to start all over again. I start laughing, even though I'm down 56 G's. I go, Frederick, I got to tell you, it, it, it gives me such pleasure to know that you have to deal with the same crap the rest of us have to deal with when we have to call a company because we have a problem. He goes, you have no idea. And I'm like, well, I kind of have an idea because I'm sitting right across from you and I'm watching it happen in real time. So uh, finally get a guy on the phone. I had to tell the guy no less than five times that I had nothing to do with these checks. Nothing to do with these checks. Because at one point, the guy, after I explained that I had nothing to do with these checks, three or four times, he goes, so did you authorize uh, these checks to these people? I'm like, I don't know how else to tell you that the only thing on this check that is me is my signature. Uh, The payee was erased. The amount was erased in some of the, the checks. Uh, and and uh, the uh, uh, excuse me, and then the memo section. I have nothing to do with anything. The only thing I have to do is I can tell you this much: it's definitely one of my checks uh, that has been completely washed. And uh, the only thing that is still there is my signature. Okay, sir. Okay, are you willing to sign an affidavit? Yes, I'm willing to sign an affidavit. I have nothing to do with this. Give me my money back. Well, sir, we're going to have to investigate. Blah, 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 blah. We're going to send a form that you need to send back within 10 days. Blah, 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 blah. All right. Thank you. And then, uh, uh, and then they go, are you willing to testify if it comes down to that? I'm like, yes, of course I am. I just want my $56,000 back. And then uh, Frederick goes, wow, man. All right. Um. We're going to have to, you know, block your account, and we're going to have to start all new accounts for you. And uh, I suggest you go to the police station and file out a police report. I'm like, I will do that, Frederick. And by the way, beer's on me at Gephardt's. He goes, oh, I go to Gephardt's all the time. I'm like, well, next time I see you, Frederick, beers are on me, brother. He actually was very, very cool. So I go home, uh, give my wife, you know, some, uh, some of the... The updated info and she goes online and it turns out and this is why I'm bringing it to the live stream oh shit I gotta wake up my kids already fuck let me get through this turns out that uh, she goes online and it's happening all over New York City the latest scam I've been back a week I had problems with the garage that I went over on the last episode of the Opie Radio podcast. And then the second problem is, uh, you know, a check fraud situation to the tune of $56,000. So my wife goes online to do a little, um, uh, you know, investigating. And it turns out the latest scam is that uh, somebody out there, maybe multiple people, they have what's called the arrow key, I think it's called. The arrow key basically opens up the mailboxes outside the post office and all over New York City. The city doesn't want anyone to know about this because it's a big-ass fucking problem. And basically what they're doing is they're opening up the mailboxes outside the post office. They're going through the mail like this, finding the checks, holding them up to the sun. Oh, here's another check, putting it in their goddamn pockets. And then they're going home and they're washing they're washing the checks and then uh, and then redoing all the info on your check, on your hard-earned money. 
and it's happening a lot. We went online and saw, oh, it happened uh, to be on 88th and Broadway. It happened to be downtown in the village. It happened to be uh, uptown here on the Upper East Side. It's not uh, an isolated incident. And when I went to the police uh, station to fill out my uh, my report, they go, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big it's a big problem. You're the third one in the last week. I'm like, oh, that's great. I go, by the way, while I'm here, are you guys ever going to uh, 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 figure out and take care of the side view mirror scam in New York City? The guy started laughing at me and he goes, probably not. I go, I thought so. So I sat there in this grimy, dirty lobby of a police station for three effing hours. The lady uh, who's pregnant that uh, they took off the street and now she has to do the paperwork. She could have been nicer. She goes, wait for a detective. I'm like, no effing problem. So I'm waiting as an old lady comes in to tell uh, tell them her problem, which was basically a cleaning lady <laughs> ripping her off blind. Oh, my God. I got a list of all the things she took. I'm not accusing her of a thing. Considering she's a minority. She, she actually said this. It's an old white lady. But here's my list. It was like a scroll falls to the floor. And uh, the lady's like, oh, my God. She goes, you know, you get a little old and you misplace one thing. You're thinking, ah, it might be my memory. But, you know, after eight months, I realized that it was a lot worse than I first thought. As the list was just jewelry and books and all sorts of crap. I'm like, oh my god. Anyway, they uh, march me upstairs. The lady knocks on the door. Uh, the detective that was supposed to talk to me, he's behind a cubicle and all of a sudden he goes, I'm busy! Come to come back! And she gets all scared. I'm like, damn man, you guys work together and this guy can scare you like that? So we march back down to the lobby. I sit there for another hour. It's a total, like I said, of Three hours just sitting there. I got the preliminary uh, paperwork done, and then uh, and then I see the guy come down, and he looks at me, and then there was another lady there uh, that she's dealing with some kind of grand larceny arrest or something, and the guy is like, "Okay, here's his stuff, and we'll be in touch." And then he marches off, and then the lady that that did all the the, the paperwork with me. And all I do is see this guy who looks incredibly miserable. So you got to think, what the hell does he see on a regular basis? All of a sudden, uh, he marches out. And then she goes, uh, he's going to call you. Um, that was three days ago. So technically, I filed a police report. But I still got to talk to uh, the detective um, to try to get my $56,000 back. And, uh, and that's, where we, that's where we stand today. What's going on, Blue Chew? It's been a moment. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. You know Blue Chew helps you with your boners, right? Do yourself a favor. Flick that thing. And if it's still in hibernation, then you're going to want to try the Blue Chew service. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Take them any time, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Get it? Arises? The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days in the mail. 
in a discreet package. No more lines at the pharmacy. And you know, women say there's nothing sexier than confidence. And Blue Chew can help give you confidence where it counts. You know what they mean by where it counts, right? Of course you do. Keep flicking. Anything happening? No? All right, listen up. I got a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code Opie at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Opie to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. That Prince, uh, what's his name? Prince Andrew was walking behind his mom's coffin uh, yesterday, uh, uh, what in Edinburgh? Edinburgh? I don't, I don't know these places. And um, he had to like wear a suit or something because uh, King Charles isn't having any of it. King Charles knows that uh, his brother was a naughty, naughty boy. So he's like, "You can't wear the same crap as the rest of us. You put on a damn suit, young man." Then they're walking behind the coffin. And uh, you had a very, I mean, a very brave Scott yell out. What did, what did he uh, say to Prince, uh, Prince Andrew? Who knows? Who's got it? Let's put you on the big screen. But he basically called him a pedo in front of the entire world. And then proceeds to get beat up by some of the commoners. And then he gets arrested. And I'm like, right the fuck on, man. I forgot exactly what he said. And then someone said, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And I'm like, that's the place right there. The whole world is watching. And you can call out this guy for being for being a, a creep, a predator. So good for that young man. I hope he doesn't. Uh, I'm sure they'll write him a ticket. You can't, you, can't, you can't throw a guy in jail because he's yelling something at a, at a public gathering. Get the hell out of here. But uh, another observation about uh, the Queen thing, as as her poor 96-year-old body and head is just bouncing around in a coffin as they take her here, there, and everywhere. And then they put put her in that Scottish uh, church, and then you got the commoners uh, filing through to give their last respects. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now. Her body isn't in that coffin. Get the hell out of here. Her body is somewhere else on ice as, as the common folk walk by the coffin to give their last respects. They're not gonna they're not gonna chance it. I don't know I don't know what you're chancing if, if you're now uh, gone and, and no longer living, but they're not they're not they're not gonna have her body in that coffin. Get out of here. So all those people are waiting online for like 12, 16 hours to uh, give their last respects to an empty coffin. They might have a couple potato sacks in there just so when they were carrying it around, it looked uh, it looked impressive. Oh, it'll be in the coffin for the uh, for the uh, the actual funeral, which is what? When is that going to happen? Sometime in October? When when does this end? Yeah, the kid called him a sicko. Thank you, Mark Spangler. That's why I need need you every morning, Mark Spangler. Thank you very much. But anyway, uh, it was a 30-hour wait, really. I, I'm almost positive there's, that that body was not in that stupid coffin in Scotland. They're not going to be bouncing the old lady's head all over the place on, on cobblestones. Get the hell out of here. You got a whole royal family that thinks uh, their shit don't stink. You, you think they're going to allow their, 
their mom, their mom, mom. How did how did Prince uh, how did Prince how did King Charles say it? My mom, my mama, my mama. You think uh, they would let the mama have her uh, old ninety six year old skull bouncing around in a coffin as they're going over cobblestones? No way. This is the stuff I really need to know and want to know. I just use my logic. Yeah, it's an empty coffin, right? It has to be. There weren't enough people guarding the damn thing as the commoners were coming through, waiting, uh, according to that guy, 30 hours. And it's so funny because uh, they finally allow you like some, um, so, some intimate time with someone from the royal family after they die. <laughs> they don't want to be anywhere near you. If you happen to be around when they're walking through, they'll come up to the fence and make believe they give a shit about you. It's it, The whole thing is just stupid. It's antiquated. And it's time to get rid of the monarchy. It made sense when the queen was alive because we're like, ah, we don't know anything else. She's been around since, I don't know, the 50s. The 50s? But now that, that you see uh, King Charles, now it's really starting to look antiquated. And I think you're going to see some things happen where people go, nah, 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 we're done with this. What do you mean we're done with? No, we're just done with this. Sorry. And look, I, the, the kilt, there's literally maybe 20 people in the entire world, 20 guys in the entire world that could pull off wearing a stupid skirt. King Charles wore a skirt yesterday. I know it's tradition in Scotland. I get it. I understand that. But uh, he looked so stupid in his skirt. It was a, It's a skirt. But King Charles certainly wasn't pulling off the skirt yesterday. He looked ridiculous. Just. Oh, I'll be calling Dr. Steve uh, pronto. He once blew my mind. He's like, uh, somewhere out there... The probability is is pretty good that there's someone that is pretty much exactly like me talking to someone exactly like Dr. Steve. He believes the probability is such that that is a possibility out there somewhere. And I'm like, damn, brah. And I don't think he does the edibles when he comes up with this stuff. And we've been talking about the James Webb uh, telescope and some of the pictures coming back from that damn thing. Man, know what's so sad about humanity? I'll tell you. James Webb, Webb Telescope is going way back in time, showing us absolutely amazing things, blowing away everything we thought we knew about the universe, right? And planets and galaxies and Earth. To think that stupid Earth that's not even this. If you go like this and hold it up to the fucking sky, that's not even Earth. So you got all this other shit that could have life. I think there's life all over the universe, right? I think, uh, I think, I think the James Webb Telescope. If you were thinking, man, I think it blows religion out of the water. I think we got to rethink a lot of that stuff. But here's where humanity is so sad: we never will. We will go to our graves fighting for our uh, fighting for our religion. When what we should really be doing? Oh, why are you saying this? As there's wars all over the uh, all over the globe over religious beliefs. When we should all be coming together as one. All you have to do is look at one picture from the James Webb Telescope, and your whole mind should be, and then you should be thinking, 
I gotta rethink everything I thought I knew. <laughs> Jimmy the Greek. That coffin was full of used royal tea bags. <laughs> no, why I, I believe that she wasn't in that coffin. They they get some young, they get some young studs to carry the coffin uh, in and out of the church and up the cobblestone uh, street. Oh no, it was in that carriage or that coffin with all the glass that looked really impressive. But when when they were carrying the coffin, those young go getters, they were they were holding it in a way like God damn, this is heavy. And uh, Queen Elizabeth wasn't a tall woman, and at the end of her life, she was pretty frail. So I, I would be surprised if she weighed more than 100, 105 pounds. So I think to make it look good, because uh, the queen is on ice somewhere else, they put some shit in that coffin, and someone, uh, someone put too much weight in the coffin to compensate uh, for the fact that they were going to make believe that uh, the queen was in the coffin because they're they're holding it like it's struggling. I'm like, that coffin should have been a piece of cake because the woman didn't weigh much at the end of her life. Talking about kilts, so watch your mouth. They look stupid. I know it's tradition, and I know there are guys out there, like I think, uh, I think like a UFC fighter, he, he puts a kilt on, you're going to be like, God damn, bro, you look good. And in a lot of cases, uh, he does look good. He knows how to pull that damn thing off. But someone like King Charles, he looks so stupid. If I was him, I was like, I would be like, I don't care about your tradition. I, I, I'm not going to look ridiculous in front of the world wearing a dumb kilt. Rowdy Roddy Piper is one of 20 people in the entire world that looks good in a skirt. When he would come out to the ring, he owned the skirt and he looked good and not one person was going to tell him that he looked stupid. So there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I saw that. Was it $750 million? So Prince Charles, because he became uh, the King of England, uh, he doesn't have to pay taxes anymore. So so when you see him crying over his mama, mama, however the hell he said it, it, it's all a bunch of crap. The guy, if, if uh, Ryan is right, I know it's millions upon millions of dollars. If, if Ryan's right, uh, the old lady dying and leaving him to be king, he made $750 million in money he doesn't have to pay towards taxes. Would you cry? Would you cry? Would you cry if your mom's 96 years old? She dies. She has a, a wonderful life. And you basically inherit uh, $750 million. Are you going to be sitting there crying? You might be crying for joy. Uh... <laughs> yes, these are my people. Yay, 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 yay. These are my people. I'm trying to find more of my people. Uh, Blair, you're one of us. Watching all the Commonwealth uh, country governments sing God Save the King with zero, zero, excuse me, with zero enthusiasm and cringe all over their faces is a great watch. 100%. There's no energy behind it. They're like, what? wait, now we got to sing God Save the King? What? Where's Queenie? Where's Queenie? She made all this make sense. The multiverse theory is totally true. I, I'm, you know, I, I surrendered my beliefs a very long time ago. I truly believe that humans literally don't know shit. They don't know shit. Unless you're a big brain like uh, Dr. Uh, Michu uh, Kaku. 
Dr. Steve has a big brain. But the rest of us, we don't know shit. So I surrendered my beliefs a long time ago. I was brought up Catholic. I went to church all the time. I did all the sacraments or whatever the hell they're called. And then I went tap, 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 and I tapped out. But I surrendered my beliefs. I think if we really knew what the fuck was going on with this whole goddamn thing, I, I think most of us wouldn't be able to handle it. Uh, Pat Duffy, that telescope is my new favorite thing to discuss with my ultra-religious, space-denying, flat-earth co-worker. There you go. The pictures are coming back, and it's just uh, pure artistry. Pure artistry. I knew I was going to attempt that word, and I panicked for a half second. Don't mind me. But it's pure art. If you saw those pictures in a museum just hanging on a wall, you would be like, who is this great painter? This shit is amazing. Oh, really? Be careful what you say. Charles can hear you. Really? I'm in America. Where we said uh, goodbye to that crap a long time ago. Another reason why America is great. We saw how stupid and silly all those traditions were over there. We're like, we're going to come over to America. It's not called America yet. And we're going to set up our own damn stuff. And then, you know, it was bastardized. And then, uh, it's it, in a lot of ways, it, it's starting to look like all the garbage that uh, we left behind. Maxwell House. Not bad. Some of those cheap coffees, not bad. And a birthday shirt. I put one of my birthday shirts on. Just before we left for the ocean for the summer. Yeah, it was my birthday, May 23rd. And then about a week or so later, we left uh, for the ocean. Wore short sleeve uh, shirts all summer long and I came back to a pile of my birthday clothes so here's one of my birthday shirts uh you know you guys it's nice that he does this with all the bs they try to slander him he's just living his best life cheers to that cheers look I you know the truth will set you free all I could do is uh, tell my side of things and if you want to believe it great I truly believe I'm telling the truth and I'm being accurate with what I have to say about the past. And that's it. That's all I could do. That's literally all I could do. I'm not going to go I'm, and I'm not going to do a whole back and forth thing. Oh, he said this. Oh, really? So now I got to say this. I, it doesn't make me feel good. Sadly, nothing about uh, the Opie and Anthony show makes me feel good. Even when I try to talk about some of the good stuff that happened, it, it just it just leaves me uh, needing a shower, if you want to know the truth. And it's sad that I think that way, but, but I can only be honest with you. And if I have to say shitty things about Jimmy or Anthony, that really bums me out and makes me, uh, makes me just feel not that great inside. And, and I wish I could come to a point... Where I could think about uh, the Opie and Anthony show, especially all the great stuff we accomplished, and smile and 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 uh, appreciate it and be happy about it. But I'm I'm certainly not there. For me to keep dipping into that world, it, I know people need that stuff. They need a little taste here and there, and I'm sure I'll continue giving you a taste here and there. But I'd rather just just talk nonsense about the stupid Queen and King Charles and that. And that creep, uh, Prince Andrew. That's what I'd rather be doing. What's happening to me? What happens to you that all of a sudden you start start uh, getting into catchy, dare I say, 
almost Broadway sounding songs. Does that mean my testosterone is going away? Dude, what have you been listening to these days? I'm, I'm so far behind in music, it's it's really sad. I, I did well for the longest time, you know, sticking with my music, but I, I like Post Malone, some of his stuff. I don't know any of his songs, but every time I, I hear uh, one of Post Malone's songs, I'll ask somebody, like, who, who does this song? It's pretty fucking cool. And, and time and time again, they say Post Malone. But I couldn't tell you the first thing about the guy. All I know is he looks like... Uh, Burt Kreischer with uh, with face tattoos. That's all I know about Post Malone. I do know that one song by by name, and it's uh, Circles by Post Malone. That song is great, but I know that's an older song uh, at this point, so I'm not even naming anything that's really current. Yeah, Post Malone is crazy talented, absolutely. Did you... Um... Oh, fuck, what was it? Oh, shit, I forgot what he did. He did it with... Uh... Oh, God. I hate when this happens. I think it was Travis Barker, where he played Nirvana at his house. Did anyone see that? It's like an hour-long video, and he's just jamming Nirvana. Did they? I think they did the entire Nevermind album. This was a few years back. Burt Kreischer isn't funny. You're on dope, Dave Phillips. And you're one of the good guys. I see you a lot. Burt's really funny. The last two episodes of the series, Best in Last Year, and it's my last year of radio I ever did and probably will ever do, especially traditional radio. And the last two episodes have uh, Burt Kreischer on it because he came in two days in a row. You can see it right on my podcast feed. It's pretty much one of the, one of the, you know, the newer episodes. And, um, and he just kills. He just absolutely destroys. So that's why I, I, think, you're, uh, I think you're high, Dave Phillips. You've been listening to a lot of Bob Welch. Oh, my. Oh, Bob Welch era Fleetwood Mac. Okay, I got you. Right on. Right on. What was Bob Welch's song? Um, What was his big hit? Oh, shit. Oh, come on. Help me out, and then we could go. Because only me and maybe two other people will care. What was Bob Welch's big fucking song? Shit. I don't want to look it up. Uh, I'm not going to get it, though. I already know I'm not going to get it. You know when you have some of that tip of the tongue crap and then it get it comes to you? It's not even on the tip of my tongue, so I know I'm not going to get it. And then someone's going to say it, and then I'm going to go, ah, of course. And then I'm going to push and broadcast, and that's how we're going to end today. All right, it was Nirvana. Yeah, the Nirvana thing with uh, Post Malone. If you want to be turned on to something you never heard about this... It, it's certainly on YouTube. It got it has millions of views. But um, Post Malone decided one day in his house, he got Travis uh, Barker, I believe, on drums, a couple other guys, and they just jammed Nirvana for like an hour, hour and a half. It is absolutely amazing, and Post Malone more than pulls it off. Oh Christ! Of course. And the winner goes to Donald Mohan. Ebony eyes, of course. Bob Welch sang that song, Ebony Eyes. Damn it. All right, guys. Have a good day. Uh, We did it. Goodbye. See you tomorrow, hopefully. If not, soon enough. Time to kill lantern flies.